0: I will start out with getting a cough drop. (laughs) So welcome everybody. It's so good to see everybody here tonight. And um, the teaching tonight goes along with um, all of the prophecies and the words just spoken of who we are, who are we. We are the children of God. And um, how, as I'm walking along with the Lord year after year, how how more um, each day and each time like each thing that comes up he helps me to understand that more so i have a reading from the spirit um, the spirit of flame thought of the day from the beginning of our existence god has given us our identity we are the beloved sons and daughters of god one of the temptations of the evil one is to sow the seed of doubt it is called self-rejection. Because of our sins, because of the criticism of others, the rejection of others, perceived or real, we see ourselves as worthless failures. We become entrapped in the tomb of our own nothingness. But God never tires of speaking the truth of our identity to us. We are his beloved. Our truth... Our, true worth and identity do not depend on our actions or on negative thinking of others about us. Our identity is a given, a grace from God. To break through our tomb, we need to let the voice of God within us help us open the door. We need to reject the lie of the evil one and embrace the truth from God in faith. We need to repeat over and over, I, Am the beloved of God. He loves me as his son or daughter. I will live in the light of, and not in the darkness. I will turn my heart to God who has saved me. I was at Mass up in Chassel, and Father Ben, in part of his homily, spoke about um, how we try. We keep trying to do good and um, work our way closer to the lord in this and he said that would a father say to his child boy i really want you to work on yourself on your grades because your grades getting high grades is the most important thing more than more than how much i love you or anything else no he would not say that your performance my son is the most thing that's important to me. You are the most important to me. I love you more than anything. And um, and it was the baptism of our Lord, and he spoke of how, in in baptism, how the Lord, Jesus, invites us to be a part of his family. And somehow that struck me more when he said that than ever in my life i i I sat there and i thought jesus is inviting me to be a part of his family with with him the blessed mother and saint joseph and all of the heavenlies that i'm i'm invited in to be with them and to walk with them on on a regular basis to be invited into their their family and it just um and it wasn't according to uh what i was doing because even after all the years and knowing you know about that's not the way that that's not why the lord loves us it would still come into my mind as as the reading said doggone it i keep falling in the same area am am i ever going to get this am i ever going to make it into the kingdom of heaven and father had to remind me that's not how you get into the kingdom of heaven it's the grace that it's given us it's his love and grace so that helped me even though he didn't say don't keep struggling on those areas but (laughs) that was really helpful to me and then um, uh, in the scripture 1 john 3 see what love the father has bestowed on us in letting us be called children of god John 10, he came so that we may have life and have it to the full. In verses 14 and 15, I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep and my sheep know me in the same way that the Father knows me and I know the Father. For these sheep I will give my life. Jesus asks us when we're walking with him to combine ourselves to him and do the same as he is doing to give our lives to help others come into the kingdom his heavenly kingdom Jesus tells us so much in just two sentences he is the good shepherd a shepherd's life is not easy to care for sheep is not a simple task it's an all-consuming it is all-consuming and challenging there's little rest a good shepherd does not focus on himself, but devotes himself to caring for his sheep. And we find this, um, the find that we find this the closer we walk with Jesus, the more he calls us in sacrifice and suffering like he sacrificed and suffered. Uh, many times during the night, uh, many of us are woken up 2 o'clock in the morning, 3 o'clock in the morning, And, you know, in the past, we may have thought, well, I can't sleep. And now it's Jesus is asking me to pray for somebody. Somebody needs prayer right now. And we can ask the Holy Mother. I mean, many times we don't know who we're praying for, but somebody is in need. And we can ask the Holy Mother to take those prayers wherever they're needed at that time. Jesus says, I lay down my life. He lays down his life for us so that we may be with him for eternity in heaven. I lay down my life to take it up again. No one takes it from me. I lay it down freely. I have the power to lay it down and the power to take it up again. This command I received from my father, John 10, 17 and 18. As the Paschal Lamb, Jesus fulfilled the prophecies and God's promises found in the Old Testament. He became the sacrifice that would unite us to God the Father. Thus, through Christ's gift to us, we have the ability to call God our Father and know Him as Jesus does. I think about that. About about the sacrifice of Jesus. You know when you do the um, sorrowful mysteries and I can only touch on a tiny tiny bit of it when I would think of Jesus in the garden I would think well he's praying and I wouldn't you know that's all I would basically think he's kneeling in prayer to the heavenly father I little by little more is revealed that he's suffering that he's going through in the agony isn't for the physical suffering that he will endure. It's for knowing that he will give everything. And so many of his children will still be lost. They won't come, they won't come to him. And I see that all around me. And so he was agonized so that he sweat drops of blood. And then I can only look at a tiny bit of the scourging at the pillar. What our, Lord, what our Lord did, what he gave for us, everything, the crowning with thorns, how could he move? He was scourged so terribly, how could he move? And then they spit on him and crowned him with thorns, and I hear daily, His name be used like dirt, and the spitting still goes on today. Lord have mercy. God have mercy. And then, still, he carried the cross with his mother taking each step along with him. He carried the cross. How could he carry it after all he'd endured? And then he went through the the crucifixion. I try to meditate on the wound in the right hand. And you can't go hardly any farther because his pain, physical was so bad, but emotional was even, even more. And I think, how could it be, how could it be that people, that his children still don't know him how but that that's why we're here to to be his hands and his feet in in the, the way we live our lives and um the sacrificing and i say to the lord well i don't know i don't see people coming um i don't know if anybody heard me throughout this this past year or if anybody through my life has heard me or have I made any difference? And and he calls, calls me deeper then into sacrifice, more prayer, more sacrifice. Mine is way too little. It's way too little. And so he says that when you ask my forgiveness for the lack of prayer and the lack of sacrifice, and you do more sacrifice and more prayer, The Holy Spirit will open up the minds and the hearts of others. And I say every day, please, Lord, don't let anyone be lost. Bring us out of the darkness. 1 John 1, 7. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. Thank you, Lord God, that we have fellowship with each other, that we have each other to pray with, to worship him with and we don't do this by ourselves. It can be challenging for us to accept our identity as a child of God. God really loves us that much. He died for us. This reality is beyond our own understanding, yet we trust in God and believe in his word. And so we work and pray and read his word to understand this more fully. One day at a time, We can do this with jesus by our side and calling on the father as our father in this scripture reading i always i always prayed this for someone else this this scripture reading jeremiah 29 11 14 i I give it to another person read it for them for their hope but but i never took it for me For i know well the plans i have in mind for you says the lord plans for your welfare not for woe plans to give you a future full of hope when you call me when you go to pray to me i will listen to you when you look for me you will find me yes when you seek me with all of your heart you will find me with you says our lord praise you lord jesus thank you for this group and And we just love you, Lord. We love you. Send your Holy Spirit to lead us and guide us that others can be drawn to you and that no one will be lost. Praise you, Lord. Do we have any questions?